that's perfect. And that is like a power tip that I learned is that if you can just show someone that you understand, that is like cutting the wire on the bomb that diffuses it. Right, because it's tough to be angry at someone who's trying to understand you. Why would you say something like that? What's wrong with you? Like, I can't. I don't know why I invited you to do this with me. Let me add the backstory, Jess. We're going to have to censor you, fam. I'm going to have to give you a script. Yo, here's the backstory. Here's why I talk so spicy with that. When we were dating, because we were long distance, we lived a state away from each other. We um we did that. We like went to sleep on the phone, just being cute. Puppy love didn't want to hang up and whatnot. Yeah, that game, that grade <laughs> A game. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl Jazz, and I have my wonderful husband Dion here with me. That's me. And this is Words of Williams, episode five. Woo woo. So how you doing? Five of them things in the books. Too blessed to be stressed, sister. Hey, I'm kind of excited about today's topic for Pillow Talk. So let's jump into it. That's Native American. What was that? Native American? Native American, yeah. Now you need to apologize. What? Anyways, okay. For Pillow Talk today, we are going to be talking about the importance of having a good relationship with your in-laws or your significant other's family. This was submitted by J12 Unleashed. Yeah, yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Ain't never scared. Um, I don't think it's important. I think, well, it is I don't think it's important in terms of it being vital for the success of the relationship. I think it's a great bonus and it should be a priority in your life. Look at you. Oh, wait, that's Bixby. That's me. Not as you. No, Dang. that's your phone. All right, let me hold that. My bad. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Shut up. My bad. Right. Bixby. Come on. Got me in trouble. But yeah. So is it important? Yes, in terms of I think it should be a priority, but no, it literally shouldn't be a factor in the success of the relationship. I think that's tough. I think I I think it's really important, kind of, because it it, it really depends on uh on the individuals in the relationship i guess you know what i mean because it's like if that's great them... do we have our first standoff our first words of william standoff what are you talking are about? my guns drawn and your guns drawn i don't have any guns but i think that it's important i think that especially directly with the in-laws with the parents like if if your mom and i didn't get along and you guys have a close relationship, automatically complicated. That's a like that's a problem. I think it's I think it's inconvenient and a frustration. But you got to see where I'm coming from too. I'm coming from a biblical worldview, so someone that doesn't share that may disagree. But I think the two come together and become one. And so at that point is literally me and you against the world and so if there's anyone that doesn't have that has a problem with me and you then they get dealt with Mm. i don't mean like that i just mean you're my highest level of responsibility okay cool so we don't have we don't have a standoff what we have is you don't feel like it's important enough to dictate the path of the relationship Yes. And I think that it's important enough to be something that's worked on. If Right, right. If you're, if you're putting in the work to try to get along with your in-laws and he or she or they 
are just jerks in return, then there's really nothing you can do about that. You can only control your behavior. I do think it's important enough to try, though. Like, that doesn't mean that you got to be best friends right. with your mother-in-law or whatever the case, but you guys need to have, you need to have some sort of connection in relationship because that's just going to make everything go smoother. You know so what? we do agree. Yeah. Basically, I just clickbaited a little bit. I had to go really bold with my stance just to get <laughs> just to get my my point across that at the end of the day though it needs to just be the two. Oh right, absolutely. Over everything and I you think grow up and you move on. Yeah, I think there's a responsibility from the parents to fall back a little bit. Yeah. And but even the one and two within the relationship or the marriage now need to have that same mindset. Right. Like, now let me see what my dad thinks. Now, I'm not saying you don't, I'm not saying you don't allow that wisdom to still flow from your parents. You consider it, but there's a clear priority list. Right. And so, and that doesn't mean like, a you know, a parent can't have better advice than a spouse. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying like, if there's beef, like for example, and this is kind of weird that I have this stance because we don't have this issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we both have good relationships, but like even if my mom didn't like you, it would it would never be a thing where it's like, well, I'm gonna continue to do this with my mom, and you better get in where you fit in. No, it's the other way around. Right. It's like, dang, mom, I don't want you to not like my wife, but I'll see you when I see you. If it's like that. Right. Because at that point, you've made your decision. And I just think that goes to the importance of, of marriage. Right. So. Aw. Yeah. How cute. Now, we got now. You love me. I do. I ain't know how to put it in words like that. So I didn't read a few books that helped me put that together. Mm-hmm. But that's why I clickbaited you a little bit. Just so I could have that excuse for a rant. But then everything you're about to say, I think I rock with too. Because <laughs> you can't just be like, well, fluff them. Right. Like it could be like little, little, you know, little, little basic things. Being thoughtful in the gifts you give. Maybe finding an activity that, you know, might be tolerable for you. Or even one that works out and is enjoyable that the other person would really like. Try to be the bigger person. Reach out. Plan things. Talk. Take an interest. Yeah. But I, I definitely think it just makes things easier. And I'm just all about family. Yeah. Like you come together as one and then you bring your families together and then everybody just loves each other and has a good time. Right. But. And so I said what I said, but I, I would also say that let's say there is strife or things aren't smooth. You should be working overtime to fix it. But right. from that clear perspective. Of who's, you know, top priority, but still like, come on, mom, you got to stop tripping. Yeah. And then also understanding that by no means do you have to tolerate, you know, toxic behavior to make something work either. If the other person isn't giving into the situation, then that's not okay. And then if you do have an issue with your in-laws and your significant other isn't sticking up for you and just really even taking your side or hearing you out if you have somebody with like well that's still my mom and blah 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 and she's being like a toxic psycho then to probably reevaluate whether that's somebody you want to spend your time with Mm. there it is but i guess i guess i I splashed on it i ain't like going to detail but yeah should we talk more about our relationships with like the in-laws oh like our individual yeah 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 we could do that. You go first. So I'm cool with all of them. Like you got a lot. You have more than the average person. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yours is complicated. So <laughs> um probably the one I'm closest with is her mom, Mama Lynn. Y'all know her. She's like my homie. <laughs> like me and her cool. Like I'll call her to talk crap to about jasmine behind her back like so we're real cool um and then next her dad well i'm see i'm cool with them all man so then we got uh stepdad um beast uh brian aka 
um, grandpappy. Brian's so cool, man. You know who, who how Brian is? Brian's like, if you're having like the worst day on earth, it's impossible for you to collide with Brian and that bad day to like not get just karate chopped in the throat. <laughs> He's, I even had to ask, like, is he ever sad? Like, have you ever seen him? Like, have you ever seen him just have a bad day? I've seen him angry, you know? I cannot see that. <laughs> I've seen him don't, angry. Brian, don't get angry. Right? <laughs> Pappy done opened up a can of... <laughs> what? He done had his moments with he, him. He's got the turn up? Are you serious? Yo. Yes. He'll put, on, he'll put on the face and the voice. He don't play that. Pappy from the South Side. Right, and the military. So right. They taught him some things. Right. He the discipline in there is real. But, the, but when you see you him, don't always you get do Brian not. the mailman. Yeah, you <laughs> Brian the mailman is so dope, yeah. yo. You like, Brian the mailman. Like, I'm always happy to visit uh, when we go out to Arizona for a number of reasons, but I just get happier when I see Brian. Like, he's just so happy to see me. I'm just like, it's, it's a confidence booster. So then uh, you got Brian. And then you got James, who's like, see, James is my dude, too, though. Like, it's my daddy. Yeah. Like, me and James, like, like if someone, if I ain't like the girls, the girls, like, let's say Lorraine got a boyfriend, mm-hmm. little Thundercat, I don't like him. I'm calling James. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm calling James. That's it. That's it. Like, he's who I could see me being in like like 20 years. Aw. Yep. I got cool parents, guys. Yeah, you Shout do. Shout out to all my parents. Yeah, you do. Love y'all. Let's see. For me, got Dion's mom, who is super sweet and like so caring like the epitome like the total like stereotypical like loving boy mom (laughs) like that's my mother-in-law like Dion and his brothers are everything to her and it shows so it makes it like real easy to get along with her because I I I take care of everything really well right but y'all had like some weird time it was just like weird at times you should speak on that because people could probably draw from that experience. So it wasn't always as good as it is now. No, no, we've we've had our patches, <laughs> and I a hundred percent think that it comes from, like I said, there's you know there's the good ends of the stereotypical boy mom, and then of course there's the the not so good Bobby ones. Boucher. What's his mom's <laughs> name? <laughs> I don't even think they say her name. Oh, okay. It's just. Mom, mom, mom said, mom, 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 mom said, um, yeah, she, they can be, they can be, what do I want to say? Protective. There you go. They can be very protective to almost like create an atmosphere where you almost feel some, like some competition. (laughs) Like, so that, that, that created some, some weird scenarios but that's just it's just because she loves her son and i'm a good kid i'm like her best kid that's true like she had my brother he my older brother he cool like he dope but then she had me and then then she had trent so i think a big part of it too is through the the most difficult times especially for them um financially and things like that after um her and uh, Dion's dad split. Dion was at the age of understanding. You know, his older brother was gone. He's left the house already. And then his younger brother's too little to know what's going on. And Dion's in, you know, teenage years and takes on the role of the man of the house. We was broke. (laughs) And then, you know, they got all their stuff. And then here I come. Right. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so how did you deal with that like so give give someone like two or three pieces of practical advice that helps you get through those patches when you were like man I don't know because I'm sure there had to be some uncertainty like like you didn't know it would mend or get to where it is now so yeah. like so two or three bullet points um 
definitely had my time of thought like, okay, is this forever? It do I, you know, you have your, is it, is it worth it moment? So make sure you talk yourself through that thoroughly <laughs> and really think of your relationship and the person that you're with, because then this is where it comes down to them, you know, your significant other sticking up to you and what they're their what intentions their perspective are. is and if yeah it, right i'm glad you said that because that's worth touching on because we've had we've had this struggle quite a few times of because of my style of having your back yes i'm i'm getting better but especially my default is never to have your back in the sense of like be nice and be there for you and just hear you out and kind of bend to what might feel good in the moment i'm more like big picture and so that can be complicated especially with my mom because she would do things and i would and a lot of my responses would be like okay well what can you do despite what she's doing and your interpretation of that was like you don't have my back right and we used to have this like i can vaguely remember i remember it She'd be like, you don't have my back. I'm like, what do you mean I have your back? I'm just trying to let you know my mom could be crazy. That's my mom. And and if it's not my mom, it could be someone else. And so. He definitely has always like, what can you learn from this madness? No, right. But I'm consistent, right? Scenario. But back then you didn't know. But let's just we didn't say. Have a, like, over the course of almost 10 years now, what we've learned, what was missing from that conversation is the, I get it. Right. I know she's right. tripping. Right. But this and this and this and this. You have to show a level of understanding in a situation before you can give any type of further opinion that's not, I agree with everything that's coming out of your mouth. That's perfect. And <laughs> like, that is like a power tip that I learned <laughs> is that if you can just show someone that you understand, that is like cutting the wire on the bomb that diffuses it. Right, because it's tough to be angry at someone who's trying to understand you. Relate to them and make and help them understand that you don't think they're crazy, like they drop their guns. It cha- yeah, it changes the whole course of the conversation. Walls are down and everything's good. So it's like for me, we've had, you know, just early in our, because we're talking before we got married, you know, and it's like, Okay, that was missing for me. But long run, though, it's helped me out a lot in how I was able to understand the root, number one. Like I said, getting to know your in-laws is is helpful because um, everybody has baggage. Everybody has things that they've gone through that have shaped them into the person that they are today. And I really think if the universe took more time to really understand the roots of people's lives and things like that before getting offended with things that they do or they say that the world would be a much more harmonious place to be. Take them to church, Jasmine. <laughs> I'm playing the organs right now. <laughs> I the just preach. People people expect perfection and behavior from other people that they don't exhibit themselves. Preach. And that creates lots and lots of problems because we're just so entitled thinking that everybody around us has to be perfect all the time and that's not the case so when you know the root of somebody's behavior especially if it's reflecting negative behavior onto you it it makes it easier to like not take it personal right because you're like okay this is where this is coming from and this has nothing to do with me (laughs) you while out over there and i'm gonna be chilling over here a quote that someone shared with me that kind of puts that into perspective is just always assume that everyone is tuned in to WIIFM. What's in it for me? Almost every situation that someone goes into it, they're interpreting it, interpreting it on how it's going to affect them. And so sometimes when we swear people are subtweeting us or we swear they had an attitude because of something we did, they're not even thinking about us. Right. Some, some of the people that have done us the dirtiest weren't even doing it to do it to us. They were just acting selfishly for whatever was important to them. 
and you just end up a casualty. Exactly. Which is why I said it's important to assess situations and not react to situations. You could save yourself a lot of drama and a lot of heartache by really just taking the moment to try to understand. So my practical advice is to find the root. Um, Do your best to be the bigger person, especially if you're the, you know, the girlfriend or wife or, or, you know, um, boyfriend or whatever, the younger person in the situation, you have more of a chance of changing than this in-law does. They old, man. It's They're, tough. You know, it's just, it's just they, let them be old. <laughs> like, it's just, and, and that's how you have to look at it. Like, so, you can't be mad at old people. Like, we and Jasmine talk about this all the time. When I hit 70, we're going to church, and I get to touch all the young butt. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, I can't. I don't know why I invited you to do this with me. Like, let me add the backstory, Jess. We're going to have right. to censor you, Phil. Like, I'm going to have to yeah. give you a script. Yo, here's the backstory. Here's why I talk so spicy with that. Yo, it's so crazy. <laughs> we. You just, just change his name. Yeah, okay. So and don't leak the real name. Right, at the right. End of the Gina, story. Gina gonna pull up one day. I know. Gina's a thug. She's gonna have a gat in the purse. Anyway, look. So first off, it's not, it's more than just one guy, but it's just like the older guys at the church, and just in general, like when you introduce your wife, especially you got a, a young, young, sexy young thing like I got. When you introduce them to old man, they just hug in a different kind of way. <laughs> Like, they be taking deep breaths and smelling while they hug. Like, mm, nice to meet you. Mm, yes, nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when you walk away, like, when you walk away, they be like, yeah, you're like real pretty. Like, stuff like that. Like, yeah, okay. And then, like, it's just so disrespectful. But they do it in front of you. It's not like they try to catch them when you, they're not with you. They'll do it and they'll fill your wife up in front of you. And it's like, you, cause you can't do nothing. They're old. What am I? I'm gonna beat the old dude up at church. <laughs> But there was this one pastor that was notorious. He was a pastor, y'all. And don't even get me in a rant on that. Like, and look, there's something like, mm, see, that's why I don't go to church. No, no, that's not what we're saying here. Um, but we're saying everybody got problems, but this was a pastor. So he probably should have been doing better. But he was like, he would really hug. Like they was, he would be hugging, hugging. And I I would he, always, like, wouldn't let me go. Like, would keep his arm, like, around my like, waist. Like, continuing the conversation. We're, like, talking. And, you know, if he's got his arm around my waist, then my face, I can't look you in your eye. Like, it's right. just, I'm like, okay, help. Right. And I was help. like, it got to the problem. I was like, Get do out. I say something? Do I catch him outside? And then it's like, okay, black dude beats up the pastor. And then, anyway, long story short, what was it? Like, he got, he was... He's, unfaithful with his wife yeah so he ended up having to like leave it's like with like a young girl yeah not like underage but yeah like yo age like midlife crisis yeah <laughs> and so like i said when we're old we ain't changing and so when i hit 70 you was just like it is what it is I'm beating up midlife crisis hoochies. <laughs> that's just what it is. <laughs> I, that's just that's just what it is. Act up, you should get snatched up. All right, but if they're old, they might not. You just got to accept that they might. Yeah, not be. that that's just that's just how I feel. It's just kind of like you think of like you know like a child. You know, it's like they're a, they're they're a child. You gotta. That's just where they're at. Something that my mom has always told me is to consider the source. It's like, eh, like you look goofy getting upset about something, figure out how you can adapt and adjust. Cause there's always going to be somebody. If it's not her or him, it's going to be somebody else. Like Dion was saying earlier, it's hard to like remind yourself of that in the moment. And it's hard to hear somebody say, but that's really what's, that's really what's right. And then just really getting to a place where you don't let that person either way have control over how you act and pull you out of character you know, keep, keep your time spent around them at a healthy dosage and let it, and let it be what it is. As long as your partner is, you know, on your side and you guys have an understanding, let it be. Boom. And if I had a bonus tip 
from my perspective, I would say make sure that you're being honest with your significant other about how you feel that they're handling the situation. So if you feel like they didn't have you back enough or they could have did better, just make sure you're not holding that in, building resentment, keep the conversation flowing. And I think a bonus tip that isn't necessarily tied to that, but more in the communication realm that we kind of stumbled on is how you can be right and wrong at the same time. How because like you were right, you said over the course of time, you saw my perspective and you appreciated it. But in the so I was right in what I was trying to say. The delivery. But in the tough. moment, yeah, the delivery, uh, looking back, it's just so easy to see how it came off not feeling supported. Right. And so just a, the like three or four words before I got into that could have made all the difference. Yeah. So if you if you swear you're right, but your partner swears you're wrong and just be open minded to, OK, even though it feels right coming out, how they're receiving it could be different. So look right. at the words you're using, the tone you have, the timing. Yeah. And then a pro tip, too, if you struggle with your words and stuff or maybe being misunderstood, maybe lead with your truth, you know. Listen, I might not have the perfect, perfect words here, but my intentions are to help. Yeah. I'm on your side. Be clear about what your intentions are. Um, because then that even that in itself proves that it's like I'm trying to understand, but this is how I feel, and this is what everything that's about to come out of my mouth is trying to get at. That way, if you bomb it and it sounds horrible and she's trying to be offended it's like ah but he said you gave him something to work with that this is where he's trying to get i don't see it but hey he real dumb yeah but hopefully this is where he's headed because that's what he said so it's always better to over communicate to avoid misunderstandings punch 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 I'm really excited about today's asked and answered question. It was submitted by M. Hayes1288. And he asked, how hard is it to maintain over the years? You guys look perfect since I started watching you. Aw, I appreciate that. I think the first thought that comes to mind, though, and I I feel like we try to do good at this, but we're not perfect. Nah. Right in any in any way, shape, or form in our relationship. So if we're not perfect individually, how are we gonna come together and be and, and be perfect? Right? <laughs> no, that just makes it harder. Okay, and so that's not true. But we, I get what he's trying to say. He or she's right. trying to say. Um, and to that, I I'm trying to get better at just being honest. And I think we do deserve a little pat on the back. We we. We've done a pretty good job. Yeah. And what's what's amazing is I don't really feel like we had great examples. You know, there was just uh, like. Trouble? No, a great example is just like it being done at a high level as oh. far as marriage. Oh, yeah. And. um, and Oh, like like we didn't have like a, a blueprint. Yeah. To follow, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I hadn't seen that in my life. Like I didn't know anyone. It was like married for forever right. i didn't know anyone that was a good husband so it wasn't like shoot, <laughs> right. let me i was i was honestly <clears throat> and my mom would joke like this a lot but like i was honestly just doing my best to just not do the stuff i saw my dad do right you know that was like, like my what not to do manual yeah. right and every time i get in trouble my mom like you just like your daddy you just like morris and so that was like my cue like all right just don't do that don't be like my pops and so gosh you know what while we're there we didn't even we didn't even acknowledge him in the in-laws conversation. It was it was kind of short-lived, yeah. Yeah. Cuz my parents were divorced um but and so my dad was living in another state and he he moved back, you know, into the same city as us. You know, towards what you probably like 4 years, 4 or 5 years to kind of get to know him. Yeah. And then he's real quiet, reserved, so yeah. He didn't really play that much of a role, at least in our marriage. Right. It's kind of hard for you to have a relationship with him. Right. Yeah. And then that, that's tough. Sad day. But. Right, because he ended yeah. up dying. If you and, don't know the story, yeah, and cancer. He, and he passed away. So yeah. it was like I never really had a father-in-law for real. Yeah. Which is why God blessed me with two dads, I guess. Yeah, it is. Because he knew. 
he knew. But yeah, okay, just so we backtracked on that. Right, so we got there just saying no real examples um, as far as it done at a high level. And so- And so I, so with all that considered, I think we deserve a pat on the back. I'm proud of us, um, just to see again, see what we built, because we ain't had, we, there wasn't many pieces, you know, that we was working with when we got started. Right. But um, okay, so that was my intro <laughs> to the to the rant, because the question was how how have we ma- maintained? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is I think. Yeah, there's been work to like maintain the marriage stuff, but I really think it's the foundation of the friendship. I like, agree. Even when we're at like our worst, like when she's tripping, tripping, y'all, <laughs> like I'll get in her face. I'll be like, fam, like we're friends. Like, fluff, I get we got this rings around our finger and it's supposed to be like dope, but like you're my friend and you're not being my friend right now. And. And usually when I start poking at stuff like that, she snaps out of it. And she's like, yeah. yeah, that's my that's my dog. That's my dog. Yeah, like it's tough because it's like it's not – it's just not worth it. I think like a philosophy too that we've, you know, adapted over the years is that like if we don't plan on this scenario ending everything, what is the point? Right. <laughs> In maintaining the spiciness, like right. what are what are we doing? But wasting our time. We're supposed to be together for the rest of our lives. Like I can't hold a grudge against you. Right. Like stay off my side of the bed, ninja. And like, that's what? and that's not like an idea we arrive at too. After like we literally use those words, like okay, you big mad right now, so you don't want to be with me no more. Oh, oh, you do. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, then you look dumb. Yeah. So then, what's the <laughs> point? We gonna if, like I get it. If there was a point, if it wasn't, if the option was on the table to just unplug and disconnect, I get being mad and holding on because at least you might be getting somewhere. But if you gonna be with me forever, we're just it. It literally makes no difference whether we're mad for four minutes or four years. Right, you so, really just have to like let go of the pride of why you feel like you should be mad, because right. ladies, we do that. It's like, no, the principle of the matter is he did this, and so I'm supposed to be upset. We be letting stuff go quick, and that's not to say that you should get walked on, but y'all know who you are that you be holding on to stuff, knowing darn well you got a good man. You just like we gotta fight sometimes. I'm gonna ride this out for another couple hours. Like, no, girl, let it go. It's okay. Right, but make it's sure okay. you approach her <laughs> with the energy to make that an easy decision. Right, don't come, you know. I think that too. Respectful. You have to be able to take turns letting your guard down. You know, there's going to be times where, you know, I got to suck it up and swallow my pride and come to him. It's like, look, you know, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. But I think he's 100% right. I think the fact that we've clung to our best friendness um, is just helpful. We married each other because we enjoy each other's company and being around each other. What's funny is where most couples will get like sick of each other, get on each other's nerves and stuff. We fight more when we don't, when we're not consistently spending time together. Right. That's when like misunderstandings come up and, you know, there's tension and things like that. But if we're just together all the time and there's like not breaks, like we're good. I think so, man. (laughs) I think so. So and, and so, yeah, the friendship. But I guess you know, just to put a little, a few practical nuggets out there, because maybe they didn't have the ability to be best friends before the rings were put on. Communicate. Yep, that was my word. Gonna throw out that c word. <laughs> Communication again, something we developed as friends, but Over. even even as you know, the relationship, the romantic relationship grew. Like she said, over communicate everything. Like everything. It just, but it, cause it makes it easy, right? Again, I said in one of the previous podcasts, I like simple rules, right? Right. We, like when I'm out of town, most nights we fall asleep with like each other on the phone. Yeah. Cause it's just a simple rule and it's, it's a way of over communicating. So when we go back, cause sometimes I might have went out to dinner or went out somewhere and it's like just fill her in. Like random stuff that you didn't even need to know. Right. And then 
And then that uh, that simple rule of us just falling asleep, it even eliminates room for you to be like, man, I wonder what he did last night. Right. Right. Like, like what what could have went down? Like you heard me snoring. Actually, I don't snore, but right. We've had times too where if he had to like stay up late working or whatever, just because I'm in love and just love the ambience of him. I'm like, well, I'm good. I'll be on the phone anyways. Right. Yep. And so, yeah. I think some people are going to struggle with that. They're going to be like, because I think, okay, this is a really good example too, because I was super, super prideful. Like when we first got married. Yes. So I don't know. But, and so I would have been like, I don't need to tell no one what I'm doing, where I'm going. Like right. she ain't my mom, that type of vibe. Right. But it's crazy how we even arrived on even doing that. Like it wasn't like a, what you doing? Put the phone on speaker. Okay, now let go to sleep. Well, I ain't even tired though. You tired? Go to sleep. Leave the phone ringing. Well, it was just what we were just like talking. It becomes a natural thing when you're friends with somebody. Like think about that. Think about. The pointless stuff that you tell your friends every, like every day, especially nowadays. I watch my sister. I watch my little sister like FaceTime with her friends and both of them will just have their phone set up and not be paying any attention to each other whatsoever. Right. Just to know what each other's doing and be in your atmosphere. So I feel like it's easy when you're friends with your significant other and don't feel like you're in a position to hide anything and whatnot. You just naturally tell them things like you know i was doing this and this and this and this and this and this happened to where it just is something natural right it just comes up it just happens nobody has to ask anything so then there's no need to question or snoop or whatever the case because you were there that's how it works when you're sharing your life with somebody i feel like and that's just back to that rule of nobody being able to tell you something about your significant other that you don't already know right and then like how we actually ended up doing, you know, the phone calls throughout the night, just trip started to feel weird because it's like we're just so used to talking and and having each other there. As we're falling to sleep, it was like, oh, this is weird. I don't even sleep the same. Right. You know what I mean? And we were just talking one day and it was like, I'm going to leave the phone on, honestly. It was like, what's the point? Throw it on the charger. And there's been, and there's times like someone might like, like the phone might die or something, but like most nights we wake up and I'd be like, what's up? <laughs> when we were dating, cause we were long distance, we lived a state away from each other. We, um, we did that. We like went to sleep on the phone, just being cute. Puppy love didn't want to hang up and whatnot. Yeah, that game, that grade <laughs> A game. And we woke up at the same time in the middle of the night. I was over yep. like talking to each other or do i just got that game or was i just <laughs> waiting was i about it i didn't sleep that night is that the truth is that what really happened though oh my god and gosh. now i just had that that inception planted that's how i got the ring on it whoa that's high level anyway. game and now you're doing podcasts gotcha gotcha whoa no i'm playing that really um, happened but yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing. I think communicating, chasing friendship, and then continuing to date your spouse. You dating doesn't stop when you get married. Right. You have to. Why you going this rant? Can I go use the bathroom? Sure. All right. You have to continue to spend time with one another and love one another and keep up with what each other's like new interests are. Things change. People change. They evolve. And it's just so important for you to know those things and keep up with it. You can't do that if you get comfortable and like all romance is just gone out the window. It's like, no, it's not like, oh, I got you now. No, the work doesn't end. Your wife still wants to be swept off her feet. <laughs> you know, it's like you just can't settle in and get comfortable. So I could hear you while I was handling the business. And I thought you you reminded me of something that I think is important for us to mention. A lot of these lessons, and, and I kind of said we've done good, but that's big picture. And I don't want you to think that we've done so good because we mastered all of these from the get-go. Mm -hmm. A lot of these lessons we are qualified to teach and we learned from violating them. And so 
I think, dang, what were you saying that made me think of this? Because you were saying something I didn't fluffed up at. Um, dating. Dating, right. So, like, that hasn't always been perfect, right? And and I don't know that we, I've ever gone to bed, even times where you might have been really happy with it. I never went to bed like, yes, I've mastered this area or any area of our marriage. Because then it's like, that's the ceiling. And I think that's a key thing, too. It's always like, okay, cool. Even if I may have done better, it's like, what, what, how can I up the ante? How can things get better become more intentional stuff like that and so so yeah get that like it's not like we just knew all things and never read any books never went to any conferences and never learned the hard way a big nugget too that'll like oh my gosh just completely change all the dynamics of your relationship if you can apply it is just and just know that I mean this in the most loving and respectful way possible. Men are stupid and women are sad. Oh, yeah. If you embrace that concept in your head and have that as your perspective for every misunderstanding, argument, awkward tension you have with your significant other, it will help you breeze by things so much easier. If you don't assume, guys, that she just has an attitude and she just wants to be stinking, but I'm just rolling her neck and all kinds Even of stuff. Even if her neck snap, crackle, popping, and her hands throwing up gang signs, it's even if that's what she's showing... You have to understand the underlying emotion that's there that she's sad and she ain't trying to go out like no punk and be crying. So it turns into this what looks like anger and that's not the case. So what you just do is be like, okay, you know what? I see, I see you getting spicy. I see you getting spicy like you really want this work. I, I, I'm not going to flame you though. I could. If I really wanted to, you you please believe you could get this work. But I understand that you're you're not looking for that right now. You're really just sad. So instead of being against you and attacking, how can I come alongside you, beside you, and support you in whatever you're sad about? Even if it is how you interpreted something I did. Right. If you meet the you know, intense emotions and what comes off as anger back with anger and you're, it's, it's just gonna, it's just gonna continue. You gotta check how you respond to those type of situations. Uh Uh-oh, scripture alert. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. I just made a weird face. Can I drop scripture on them though? Sure. I had to, I had to quote it today. Quote it. For someone. Proverbs. Can we? What, what kind of music should be in the background? Should it be like organs, like when you was preaching, or do I need like my own? Should you have like a maybe something like a softer. Negro hymn, a song? I don't know. Not copyright though. Proverbs, open your Bibles. Proverbs chapter fifteen, verse one. A sensitive answer turns back wrath. But an offensive word stirs up anger. Scripture. Right. So you want to make sure you're not meeting her same foolishness with your own foolishness. Right. In the same way that ladies, you're smarter than he is. While you're sitting there. using that loosely. A little loosely. Thinking. Listen, just like they got ethered for their emotions, y'all about to get ethered for being dumb. You 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 have to understand that our brains have 10 billion more thoughts unnecessary than thoughts. do. We've thought of every scenario, response, circumstance and everything and landed on the worst one to get mad about. Hypothetically. Can you shut up? Okay, my bad. And they haven't even got on the board yet. (laughs) So a lot of times when you're upset about what you think he should have, you know, could have, would have done, his brain is nowhere near that whatsoever. It's okay for you to tell him what to do. It's okay 
for you to politely suggest things. Yeah, because he ain't think of that. Because he don't know. You think he should know because you told him you wrote it down and you took a picture. But he forgot. Because he was pissed off because James got him in 2K. And James don't ever beat him in 2K. So he's trying to figure out where he went wrong in life. So don't look at it as like, oh, he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't pay attention to me. And he doesn't care. And No, he's just stupid, sweetheart. Bluff That's James. All. He's just dumb. It's okay. So women are sad and men are stupid. Okay, so we flipped it. We're back to whose side for this episode. And I messed up and didn't even ask you before we started. So I don't even know if we have opposing sides, but I kind of think we could argue separate points based off behavior. So morning showers or night showers? Oh, oh, I have to pick one stance. I think, ooh, you go ahead first. What you got? No, you go. Nah, let me know what you got. No, because I had a thought and it only, I can only brag and be excited if I know if you answer first. Okay, I'm going to go morning showers. Okay, let's do it. Why? Hold up though, because now that I think about it, because when I said it, you gave me this look. And I know what that look means. What do you mean? I know what that look means. I don't know what you're talking about. I take I didn't a lot give of night showers, but who? But I, if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go morning showers. Morning showers, bet why? Okay, because <clears throat> it's about how you start your day. Okay, like you are starting your day at a high note, at the peak of cleanliness, right? Okay. Because if there's one thing we know, God don't like, it's ugly. God don't like ugly. So we're it, we're clean. We're at our, uh, it's, ah, and it's downhill from there, straight to ugly. And so you're telling me you would rather start your day like you woke up. God, God gave you life. You said, thank you, Lord. I'm going to continue in this dirt I accumulated over the night. That's, that's disrespectful. So that's that's the foundation of it. Like, really, fluff God? That's what we're saying. <laughs> really, fluff God? Like, whoa! It's a little dramatic. So, for, whoa! For a day shower. But, so, okay. so, so that's that's G one G B. First off, bow. With boom, clean it up. We good. Ready to start my day with confidence. Here's another thing, Jasmine. At that point, I got momentum because I'm going in on a high note. So all I need is uh, is another win early in my day. Maybe I go to Starbucks. They actually got the strawberries for the refresher. And they got a double smoke. Like, you know, when they go check and your heart drop, you're like, let me get a double smoke. They said, ooh, let me go check. She come back. It's like, we got them. Now I'm in momentum. My day's set. There's not much that can derail me. Okay. So on some today was a good day. Ice yep. cube joint type stuff. Yep. Okay. Bet. So I'm going to rock with the nighttime showers because. You a freak. No. So. Mm, um, mm. Ooh. Nighttime showers. Yep. Because for me, especially being a mom after having like a long day of like being outside and, you know, getting spit up on and. You know, using the side of my pants as a napkin and things like that. Once kids go to bed, I just want to wash my day off mm. and then get into my bed nice and clean. Now I'm comfortable. I'm not musty in the sheets and stuff. Then I have an amazing night's clean sleep and can wake up fully refreshed in the morning. It's just something about going to bed smelling good. That makes my heart sing. Just prepared, ready for anything. Mm. Brought some good points. Right? So now they have to decide. Yeah. Whose side? They can tweet. 
I thought you was gonna follow up and be like, "Yep, they can hit us up on IG. No, tag yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. We'll throw you on the story. No, I'm sorry. At Dion does. At Jazz I does. I always get caught up thinking of the hashtags. So for um D, it's hashtag Day Showers. If you're on my side, hashtag Night Showers. Bam. Hashtag Whose side? Also, but really, talking, fluff guy. That's if you if you about- if you hashtag the Night Showers. That's what that's basically what I see. Don't let his blasphemy influence you. I'm just saying. Okay. Fluff guy. First of all, while we're talking about hashtags, make sure you guys continue to submit your general relationship topics with the hashtag pillow talk for questions directly about our relationship. Hashtag asked and answered. And please, please, please be sending in whose side topics. We don't have enough. So send us some. Boom. Any final words? (sighs) Nah. Not this time. Well, just keep us going. Know it's episode five. We got two more left to finish out this seven episode sprint. Yeah. So and we-, we have something planned, something special planned on the last one. Yes, we do. So make sure you guys are continuing to listen and continuing to share, show your love and support and tagging us and all that. Can yeah. we give a shout out to Belize? Yeah, shout out to Belize. We're in so many different countries. Shout out to Pakistan, right, Iraq, Iraq, Jamaica, um, Sweden, Ireland, Germany, Germans, all the countries that are like listening and like showing support. UK, like, you guys are awesome. What up? We love doing this. So you guys can continue to support it. Then we're gonna continue to do it. And I'm pretty sure we're like on everything now, except, except Apple, Apple, because they hate. <laughs> So like literally everywhere, everybody's like, oh, where do we search it? Or how do we find it? I don't know if you're like listening on Podbean right now. Or Podbean. Whatever. But it's like, I think the most popular one is Spotify. I like that. I do yeah. Google Podcasts too. I dabble there. Okay. But I know a lot of people do iTunes. So that's wild that they're hating. Yeah. Like they're, they're taking a while. So fun fact, they're the ones that haven't approved our app either. For Windows, Android. Stuff. Yep. So it's something about Apple. So hopefully they get it together soon so we can be reaching more folks. But if you guys are getting something out of this, please make sure you're sharing so that the world can get something out of it. As always, we appreciate you all. Until next time, God first, God bless.